Before we start our podcast today, we would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we are meeting. The Wanjuri people of the Kulin Nation and pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. So this is our fifth episode then. No, it's the fourth. No, we did it's it the again. Fifth. We deleted one. No, you did it again. What? It's the fourth. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. This so is you're the... saying it's a fifth, even though it's the fourth. On well, the thing. It's, it's technically on the thing of the listeners. It's actually the fourth, but it was the fifth. And then we deleted one. I don't know why we deleted. Oh, because we lost we lost it and we couldn't recover it properly. So we just deleted the whole thing you and started You couldn't so, recover it properly? That makes me. I <laughs> that makes this one the fifth. Yeah, but we got to say the fourth so, the, so yeah. the listeners can be clear about what they're listening to. Are they listening to the fourth or the fifth? Anyone listening to this, are they going to be clear? I think not. <laughs> Probably not after they've listened to it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Inward Journey. My name's Kevin and this is our fifth podcast. It is. I'm here with Janine. Hi, I'm Janine and welcome today to our talk about creativity. I think that's what we were going to do, Kevin, wasn't it? We're going to talk about... All things creativity, but you might say, what's creativity got to do with relationships and inner relationships? Creativity has got everything to do with problem solving. Widely than one way of being, then um, you're going to get stuck in resolving, working through any type of problem. It doesn't matter what it is you're so looking, you're looking perplexed I'm thinking is that is that a perplexed look okay <laughs> you can't see it but I've got a perplexed look um, <laughs> according so, to me yeah according, according to Janine so what's music got to do with creativity then because I was thinking about music ah oh, well we were playing some music before oh we were too and yeah. um, well it had a couple of things to do with it and not so much creativity but it had everything to do with relaxing relaxing and i think we were doing a little jig to the music and and if you do it you're laughing (laughs) when you're doing that little jig and when you're relaxed then what happens is your body has more access to resolving problems resolving any sort of issues that might be coming up whatever they be because what happens is we were talking about um, a topic to cover in our podcast yeah and we were like well what could we talk about it it was right there in front of us yeah yeah, yeah. and the interesting thing is i just said we forget it yeah we did and if we just don't worry about it because if we start forgetting oh no now ash is interrupting us well, that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Ash's oh, instigation. Well. <laughs> Ash yeah. is my standard poodle. Um, I'm going to get in trouble for saying my now. Because the family's going to go, what? Particularly, Belize is going to go, whose dog? Uh, actually, she's my dog, 
when she's well and she's their dog. <laughs> when she's playing up, your dog is mucking up. Uh, now I'm seriously sidetracked. And where yeah, are we going Me now? too. We were talking about music, creativity, relationships. <laughs> so I grew up around music. I, my earliest memories are of my, my dad. He was like, uh, you know, Second World War. Um, he didn't talk much. You know, he, didn't, he wouldn't talk about what happened to him as a kid. He wouldn't talk about what happened to him in the war. He was a sergeant major in the war. But he'd be around the house. Um, for some reason, I've got strong memories of him being in the kitchen. And he would just burst into song. Ah. And nothing else. You know, a cappella, I suppose. And um, it was really good. I didn't need to see him. I'd be in the same room. It was both as a child. It was both embarrassing and really good mm-hmm. at the same time. Was, I've never uh, heard you tell this story. Sorry? I've never heard no, you tell I've this never, story. No, I haven't. <laughs> and, um, you know, music became a thing in my life when I was a really troubled teenager and young adult. There was always music around, and I say again and again and again, it saved my life because, you know, friends who weren't in as much trouble as me would um, pick me up over whatever seat I was sitting on and say, come on, there's a festival you know, 100 miles away, whatever, 200 miles away. Some of them were a 1,000 people and some of them were a million people. And I would go along and I would get involved in the music. And Mm. um, I saw everybody, Mm. just everybody in the 60s and the early 70s. And, um, yeah, so it saved my life. And it's been um, music in terms of creativity. I don't play anything. I played drums for a little while, but um, I don't play any other instruments. But I am... You know, I've ended up being a photographer, doing live music, taking photographs of live music, mostly, 90% of it. And, um, yeah. It sounds like it's contributed really nicely, or nicely is not the right word, but um, supportively to, you know, your journey. How am I going to attribute that to my journey? No, 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 no. Um, the music has supported you through yes. your journey. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I've got I to say, um, it has for me too. In, mm. a, um, in a similar but different way, um, uh, we grew up um, with the old reel-to-reels um, uh, tape deck and uh, one of my brothers would play really loudly um, you know, whether it be Elton John or Pink Floyd or Black Sabbath and all that stuff. And I hated it at the time. But it's amazing how that stuff grows on you and becomes part of that fun part of you. Is like, oh, I remember that. And he used to play it so loud, he once cracked the window in his bedroom. (laughs) Wow. He did well. Yeah. I was so uh, like, sorry about that, my wow. eldest brother. But anyway, some stories need to be told. Don't I they? was listening to, uh, I was taking photographs of a band, <laughs> and I was standing at the front. Oh, it was um, uh, Glenn Matlock, who's one of the founder members of the Sex Pistols, and mm. he was playing in Melbourne. And I was standing at the front, to the side of the stage, and there was oh, yeah. a huge speaker there. And I kept moving closer and closer. I had earplugs in. It was so loud. That the the vibrations from the speaker was pushing me away, ah. just like ugh, ear damage, <laughs> even with earplugs in. But yeah, so I, it, what did you say? Creativity supports you, so yeah. I just yeah. I, I think within my journey, I you know with everything that was going on in the home, I think the music allowed me to get lost in a world in a, a world of imagination. 
and of uh, creativity. Um, and if you're doing that, then you're not anxious. That's right. You're somewhere else. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anxiety mm. and creativity don't work together. Yep. And, yep. and one of the things I've really found, if I'm really stuck, like if I've worked with lots with groups and I'll, sometimes I'll get stuck going, oh, I don't know where to go with this and just trying to push through some sort of idea and then I just go, ah, stuff it, I'm going to go for a run. I let it go, go for a run, and then it comes to me. Yeah. I mean, that, that's happened time and time again. That's just when I put pressure on myself that there doesn't seem to be an answer and I'm pushing so hard and the anxiety becomes dominant. Anxiety, pressure, um, you know, even frustration and, and those sorts of things are not conducive with creativity. They just won't work. No. Is my dog annoying you? Is, is their dog annoying you? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> you got to see this, people. She's licking at Kevin's ear. He's <laughs> laughing. It's making fun, but it's it's rather distracting. It's might, a little distracting. We yeah. might need to stop. Might yeah. have to deal with the dog. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to doggy deal. Okay, so Asha is no longer in the room with us, and we're back. And I just, whilst we were doing that, I just sort of thought that um, I guess one is always creative, but all my creativity came together as I started to get well. So, you know, I always see designing software as creative, like a blank screen, it's my job to fill it in. And um, writing is certainly creative, there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And didn't take me long to realise that, but photography... It took me a long time in people saying, oh, you've done wonderful photographs. That looks really good. Um, you're very talented. And it took ages, years before I thought, yeah, that's good. I did that. Mm. And I really loved doing it. So my last piece of photography was um, Rene Geyer's, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, Rene Geyer's funeral. And I was the only photographer officially in, in the room, in the theatre. It was in a, in a theatre. And I just got lost. The whole place was packed. And I was there for all the rehearsals. They went on for hours. But anyway, the, when the bands were playing, the whole place was packed and I was um, able to be on the side of the stage and behind the bands as well. I just got lost. I forgot that there were people there. I was just lost in what I was doing and I was so aware of what was good and what was not and what would make a good picture and it worked. And it's, um, how does that connect back to my relationship? It just makes me feel so good. I think it makes you sound so present. Yeah, okay. Present yeah. with yourself and what's happening and, you know, being absorbed in what you're doing at the moment. I think we can do that in so many ways. Yep. Uh, I think it's easy sometimes for people to get absorbed in a project or a thing but not absorbed in the conversation, you know, with people. And I think that as we're able to get lost in our conversations with our people, better listeners at what's happening for me, what's happening for you, then we can kind of iron out all that and have some fun in relationships as well and be very present in our relationships. That wasn't where I was going to go, actually. Okay, so where were you going to <laughs> But go? I quite liked it. Yeah. Um, I was going to go in terms of, you know how I was um, showing you 
that I'd been learning the steps to a particular um, yeah. dance routine. Yep. And I found out, because my wonderful um, uh, daughter was sh- able to show me on YouTube how you can slow down the movements to mm-hmm. learn a particular cho- choreography to this song we're doing. Anyway, or dance that we're doing to a song. And the interesting thing is this is all creative and it's wonderful and I'm getting lost in it. But in order to still be creative, I still have to do quite a bit of work. I guess I wanted to say that sometimes being creative, there still has to be the work part of it, the work part of the organisation and the planning and Mm. the whatever. But it's having a clear idea of the end product that you're wanting the flow or the aspects of it so you know we're doing this particular dance Mm -hmm. you know in you know the end of august and so it's so we're working towards that but there is quite a bit of work in it so the vision yeah 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 Yeah. vision nice really important yeah 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 and to keep to it and yeah of course it's work but i i think those creative things and getting lost in it I feel like for me they're some of the best times I've had. Getting lost, you know, more currently it's, um, more. can you say more currently? That's not a term, is it? Well, it is now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my things. rule. As, as an author, I'm allowed to make up words. So I think Poetic license. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> so, so I do. I make up words. More currently, uh, just getting lost and playing with the grandchildren. I'm, I'm, I mean, I experience myself as a nutty nana, but it, it's so <laughs> it's so much fun getting... And, and getting lost with my children, doing fun stuff and laughing with them um, and working with them on projects or ideas that they've got. Those things are really important. Okay. They're so much fun. Mm. Mm. So... I don't know if I've got much more about creativity. <laughs> I don't think we've only just started. Have we? Just, we? Yeah, we just skimmed the surface. Of creativity? Yeah. Go on, then. Huh? <laughs> 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 um, just in case you missed that, that was Janine doing strawberry. <laughs> no, it's not strawberry. It's a raspberry, isn't it? Raspberry. I don't know. Whatever we used to call it. whole conversation around anxiety and what's that got to do with creativity well it's got to do with the inability to access the creativity and your problem solving and the anxiety just stops Mm. um, all that from happening so i can't be creative yeah and if you just think about daily life really uh deserves and demands us to be creative in how to get out the out the door to be on time for work and have all the things that I need and you know all of those things are, yep. you know, I do yeah. demand okay. that wider thinking rather than black but and white thinking but that's not creative is it? it's got everything getting out the door yeah it is so everything's creative absolutely yeah it's the black and white thinking that can make us and make people very rigid, authoritative, immovable, that kind of stuff. And you're, if, if, if that's happening, and we can all have those times, is, you know, the body can be stressed and, and feel stuck and locked up. So if everything's creative, mm-hmm. 
What's reality? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's how you interpret it, isn't it? Yeah, so it's different for everybody. That's, That's where right. I was going. Yeah, and when we started this podcast, I was feeling fairly flat. But as we've been talking and connecting, you know, my perception of the world has shifted. That's what happens, isn't it? Yeah, and my belief is that we can all work with our reality to shift and to settle and to soften and to expand and all of those things as we notice and value what's actually happening for us. So somebody else talks about this. as So our circumstances are just factual. Like circumstances. Oh, can, yeah. can be that tree out there. Yep. It's just a tree out there. Uh-huh. But how... How I perceive it, think about it and feel about it, can change. Yeah. Will change. Well, it it changes your perception of the tree and your experience of yourself as well. Yeah. So, which one of those is reality? All of them are. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you're having a shitful day... Yeah. And it's like... uh, That... You know, there's marks on the windows and there's, oh, and that tree needs to be cut down and I haven't got, and, and that needs to be put away and, oh. So Overwhelming? You, well, Annoying? Yeah, yeah, but it's more like you're viewing the world, how, what your internal experience is actually happening. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So everything is hard and fast yep. and sharp and, oh, that kid won't do what it's supposed to and, you know, I'm not worth listening to and they don't care about me, you know. Oh, I don't care about them and, you know. Yeah, yeah, that. I get it. Okay. So, so it becomes that vicious cycle that goes around. So, so the opposite is true as well. If we're perceiving the world as, you know, as... Uh, Soft and open and compassionate. As we talked about earlier, flipping the coin. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. mean that those harsh things aren't happening. It just means we can view them going, okay, what do I need to do with this? And, yep. a, and again, that really softening yep. approach to, uh, this is, you know, sickness Sorry. is something that I'm, you know, not wanting to face or it's hard to face or, you know, it's concerning okay. for the family. So I'm just going to slowly go, okay, I'm, I'm not well today or my family's not well today. Tomorrow will be different. I'll just move through it. So, we could do all sorts of things, like go for a walk or do some physical exercise. Or, we could go and see a therapist. <laughs> There's that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that would be a solution for you and for me too. But not for everybody. If they choose, absolutely. Yeah. I guess I wanted to say it's for me as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I, I would be foolish to say, well, that's for you and not for me. Because yeah, sure. That's, yeah, that's yeah. garbage because it, what's true for one is true for all. It's interesting people's reactions when you tell them that you're seeing a therapist or you're in therapy. Is that the way to say it? Anyway, that's the way I said it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Not much support, really, out oh, of I all the people I know. You know, not not directly mm, offensive, but um, so it's exactly what we've just been talking about. So they have some interpretation of what that means for them, mm. and they project it back out to me, like, "Oh, do you really need to do that? Are you sure that's okay to be doing that?" You know, mm. and yeah, um, mentioning to a friend that we were doing this. 
and that their interpretation of that was, oh, I don't know whether you should be doing that. How does that work? How's that for your therapist? And I just, well, it's got nothing to do with everything that they were saying. It had nothing to do with what we were doing. It had nothing to do with me. Had everything to do with that person? Everything to do with that person. Yeah. 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 God, I get to be 71 before I can realise all these things. <laughs> As a yeah. But it doesn't matter, does it? No, it doesn't. And, and one of the things um, I tell our children is it may take a lifetime to find out who you are. That's right. You, you told me that. That's yeah. Right. And I'm really comfortable with that. And I'm very excited about being the age that I am now, which is nearly 59, and feeling more comfortable in my skin as I'm yeah. getting older. I'm sure that's not everybody's experience, but I'm, I'm grateful to say that it's mine. Um, and, you know, that goes for warts and all, whatever. Yeah, yep. warts on. and all. That's good. <laughs> I've been reading a bit about, I've been reading about karma, um, trying to learn what it means. And I decided that what it means for me is um, that it, the things that I keep repeating, that yep. I don't want to keep repeating, yeah. Are lessons for me to learn things I need to face and lessons to learn and maybe mm-hmm. not in such a harsh way but like, oh there's that again yeah and if I do this if I push it to the side then oh there it is again there mm-hmm. it is again but if I actually stop it's okay uh, I don't know what to do about this but I'll acknowledge that it's going on then there you go there's a start everything changes yeah so maybe that's what's that say everything changes with my perception of how things are mm. yeah Oh, well, I think we've gone full circle in our conversation. We have. So we're going to stop there? I think so. Okay. That's a nice spot. We're going to say goodbye? Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>